Climbers. Today, we're going to break down a new hit song by Maddie and Tay called Heart They Didn't Break. And we're going to break down some of the things that are important for you to learn, lessons that you can learn from this outside cut. That's right, Maddie and Tay did not write this themselves, just like you are probably not in the room with them. So we're going to break it down to see how you can possibly get your song cut by a major artist. Johnny, do that thing. Welcome to the Cut! This is a show dedicated to helping singers, songwriters, and indie artists like you create leverage in the music business. That is how you're going to get ahead now. It's not just about your talent, diamond in the rough, being meeting all the right people and making all the right moves and then getting to be a big, huge somebody. No, it's about you going, I got to work in business. I got cash flow. I got people that like what I do. And they're going to be like, we can help make this better. Whether that's a publishing deal, a record deal, a management deal, a booking deal, whatever. That's how you're going to have to make it happen. That's why we called it the climb. C-L-I-M-B, creating leverage in the music business. That's brilliant. And that's a backstronym from my good friend who's a hit songwriter and my co-host, Brent Baxter. He's got cuts by Alan Jackson. Today's the 19th anniversary of the release of that record, right? Yeah, what I do is 19 years old today as the day of this recording, and it makes me feel old or vintage. <laughs> vintage. As vintage, that's right. Yes. Oh, OG, OG, OG. That's right. <laughs> but uh, listen, what I love about Brent is he helps artists, writers like you turn professional by revealing how you write like a pro, do business like a pro, and then on the regular, he'll introduce you to the pros. You can find Brent very regularly at songwritingpro.com. And I want to introduce you to my co-host, Johnny Dwinnell. Johnny owns Daredevil Production. They're breaking artists digitally by identifying new fans through data. If you're an artist looking to increase your streams, blow up your video views, sell more live show tickets, and get discovered by new fans, TV, and music industry pros, then Daredevil Production can help. Daredevil has worked with multi-platinum artists like Colin Ray, Tracy Lawrence, Ty Herndon, and Andy Griggs, just to name a few. You can find Johnny at DaredevilProduction.com. That is production singular, no S, and there is no S because there is no other Johnny D. Dude, I love this song. Like it's so yes, there's one we're going to talk about today. Clever, it's so good. Like the, it's just such a great cool story and i have like i don't know why it's about um it's literally you know from a female perspective okay mm -hmm. but i still just love it you know what i mean like it, it's like a it's a girl bestie thing and yeah not a not a man bestie thing i guess <laughs> but it's still i just like have the like it evoked these feelings like you know i just i love it and i thought it was super good i do too i discovered it of course, as you would think, I discovered it on digital, on streaming, right? I haven't heard it on the radio. Uh -huh. But dude, you're not the only one that loves it because apparently as of the time of this recording, I'm hopping on Spotify. It has over 248 million streams. Wow. Okay. So that's a thing. Yep. And so I thought there are just lessons here that we can break down, like things about this song that I appreciate as a songwriter and the fact that it's an outside song, meaning you don't see maddie or tay on here as songwriters this is written by ryan beaver benji davis and anna voss right they got the sucker cut and they're making some money off of it so i thought okay let's look at this let us learn from success so yeah. that's what i want to talk about today there you go well let's do it before we do that let's take care of a little business here join the climb community if you haven't done so already we'd love to see you there that's a private facebook 
community, you're going to go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the climb community, or just look for it on groups. Mm -hmm. And you got to ask to be let in. Everybody gets in unless you look like a bot, unless you look weird, you know, unless you look janky, Mm -hmm. which means like, you know, you just opened up your Facebook account and there's two posts on there and and three friends. (laughs) That's what I mean by looking janky. But listen, we let everybody in. And you have to be good boys and girls or you'll be roadhoused out. Bravo. Oh, my God. Like everybody is up my butt right now with the dogs. They're all just like, come on. We've been here long enough. Let's we want some attention. Right. So we want to have you in there. And this is where you're going to get support. You're going to get love. You're going to get affection. You're going to get validation. If you got questions, you can get answers. Mm-hmm. If you've got answers, you can give them and help other people out. They want to hear from you. We want to hear from you. But just put it in the right place, guys. All your stuff needs to be comments under the post. And every Wednesday, we've got New Heights, which is where we want to tout the wins, talk about the wins, let you brag on yourself. Like, I just did this. I just did that. I'm feeling good. Mm-hmm. We want to hear about it. And we want to hear about it so much. We share it online to celebrate that. That's right. So uh, what do we got this time? Okay. So under our New Heights post every Wednesday, we encourage you to share your wins with us so we can party with you. We can celebrate you, high five you, all that good stuff. Climber Drew Marshall says, my new band just released our first single today. Hope it's okay to link. Drew, it's not just okay to link. We love for you to link it because it is under New Heights. It is a win and it is appropriate and welcome here. Yeah. So he puts a link to his Spotify here. So if y'all want to go see it, you know, it, it'd be in the past by the time y'all hear this. But congrats, Drew, on the new on the new release. Let's see here. We also have Climber. Who am I going to hit up next? Let's see. Climber Brian Williams said, have a right schedule with an artist out of Nashville. Already put together several ideas to bring to the room. Looking forward to it. Brian, that is awesome that you're doing what I call pre-writing. There's pre-writing, writing, rewriting. I think all three are super important. He's doing his pre-writing. He is getting his ideas together so he can knock the socks off that artist, show up to the potluck with a good dish. And I think that's awesome. So good job, Brian, on that. Nice. Way to go, Brian. And last one, yes, is Bill O'Hanlon, top contributor, it says, in the Facebook group. Finalizing the contract to get one of my songs placed in an indie movie. Finishing my 279th song of the year yesterday. Got five more songs signed to a sync agency this past week for pitching to specific briefs. Specific brief. You know, briefs, that was the name of my band in high school. Specific briefs. (laughs) No, it wasn't. However, good job, Bill. You can't sing. (laughs) (laughs) Now... Way to go, Bill. Hold on, hold on a second for Bill. Like, way to go, Bill. Yes. We got him on the schedule, right, for October 23rd? That's right. He's going to be, uh, yeah, he's, he raised his hand. And we're going to get him in the Climb Takeover at Live Oak on October 23rd. We're also having Climber Sunday Joe Graham is on there. And we have other friends of the show, guests of the show, song title challenge guests, that kind of stuff. Some pro writers, some hit writers going to be on there as well as some climbers. And it's going to be a good time. And that's October 23rd. It's a Monday. It's from 7 to 11. Get there early. Listen to a band that we didn't book. I'll be there early to shake your hand and, and take a selfie. Thanks for the clarification. It's going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's going to be a good time. We're going to we're going to try and get publishers out there. We're going to try and get whoever we can out there from the industry, our friends and stuff, even people that aren't playing. So we hope to make it a target rich environment for you to come out and shake some hands and hear some great music. And John and I would love to meet you. We'll be over by the merch table. That's right. 
Yeah, and the merch table <laughs> will be by the bar. So, <laughs> um, anyway, we got any more wins or are we going to move on here? That, that is it. So, congrats to all y'all and keep on climbing. That's good. All right. Good job, guys. Good job. And make sure you follow the podcast so you get every episode on your podcast player so that you can pick and choose. You know, I always like consume a bunch of podcasts and once or twice or three times a month, I have like bad insomnia. I'm just like, okay, let's learn yeah. something while we're up doing nothing anyway. Uh, I like doing that. That's right. Hey, you know, we're also on YouTube. We're on YouTube. Yeah. So feel free. If you just want to see us, if you can't get enough of our voices. If you want to see us, there you go. You it's can- on YouTube. Check it out on YouTube and listen, tell a friend about it. That's the big thing, guys. Mm-hmm. Make sure that they know why you like it. You know, there's there's some value that you're getting out of it. We got amateurs, mid-levels, artists and writers and pros that listen to this on a regular basis. So we're grateful for you all, but you're doing it not because it's an outreach program for Johnny and Brent. Sure. It's uh, you're getting something out of it. We're bringing something to the table. Share that. Please share that. Let somebody else know about it. Let them, you know, bring them over here and turn them on to it. All right? That's right. All right, we're going to get so, Maddie and Tay, let's get into this breakdown. Maddie and Tay, the song is called Heart They Didn't Break. And just some kind of background of this, they're on Mercury Nashville. It was released on June 30th, 2023. So it's not even been June, July, August, like little, just a hair over two months old and over 200 and something million streams on Spotify. It is written by Ryan Beaver, Benji Davis, and Anna Voss. So again, the artist did not write it. And just wanna, we're going we're gonna to try a new thing and try to spin part of it on here and kind of break it down. So hopefully the audio quality is good. If not, we'll know. Feel free to let us know as well. But we're going to try this. If it doesn't work in the post-production, we'll then make I'm it work. Oh, we'll uh, yeah, work. I'll make it work. <laughs> That's right. All right. So uh, just starting off, you know, we like to talk about winning before you're spinning. Yep. You know, song title challenges, all this stuff. Heart They Didn't Break automatically it makes me go huh yeah what does that mean a lot of times if i get if i'm on a streaming i get on playlists maybe i don't have time to listen to everything and i'll just go through and i'll pick stuff either i want the artist name to intrigue me like oh that's a new one by so-and-so that i'm into Mm -hmm. or oh that's an interesting title yeah but i know who maddie and tay is but i'm not like hardcore maddie and tay fan right 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 quite i don't think i'm quite the lane they occupy but i dig some of their stuff right i respect them but that title made me go, okay, I want to hear this. I want to hear Heart They Didn't Break. Who's they and didn't break? That's interesting. Okay, it opens a loop. Yeah. What's going on here? Yeah. Yeah, it opens a loop and it, it makes me curious. And that was enough for me to hit play. And then they backed it up with a fantastic song. Yeah. They brought the goods, right? It's really good. It's really good. Like, like if you guys haven't heard this song, you're going to dig. We're going to turn you on this tune. And it's like, it's a brilliant piece of work. It really is. Yep. So I think we'll just kind of, walk through it a little bit here so i'm gonna share my screen here and see how the audio does right. so if you're watching along you'll be able to kind of follow along with the lyric on this and then i'm going to stop it every now and again and we'll talk about stuff so here we go little intro here this intro is only like 12 seconds it's 200 miles from home said she had class but she could skip boom okay so 12 second intro right yep you know that saying don't bore us get to the course yeah my saying that i add on to that is don't make me curse get to the verse right <laughs> like get, get to it so that's right anyway so 12 second intro 
let you know you kind of set the vibe here what i love about how it starts off is it's 205 miles from old miss said she had class but she could skip so sets it it's specific it feels real oh it's 200 miles from old miss she had class but she could skip so it's kind of when i say old miss if you're a football fan you may see lane kiffin you may see the land shark tiger bears whatever their mascot <laughs> all that stuff the rebels but i see i see college campus right yeah uh, so i'm starting to see i'm going to get some pictures and also i'm like why is she skipping class what's going on 200 miles from Ole miss she could skip class what okay i'm starting to get intrigued here with this story yeah you're in you're in i'm in i'm starting to okay and also notice the space in this verse right there's space in this verse and there's imagery yep she'll stop for gas and pick up someone but she'll be here by five yeah she'll be here by five all right so there we get we get the imagery in there we get the stop for gas pick up wine she'll be here by five and again you're like why is she coming right why is this girl singing about a girl coming to skip class and come see her and also that she'll be here by five yeah she'll she'll be here by five it's just singable you know repeats it doesn't add anything lyrically yeah but it sings well right and it's it's getting into that that course which and it makes you kind of think it also i mean you're just kind of like why is five so important yeah and you, you start to find out like <laughs> as we and so we're like 33 seconds in to the song right now and we're about to hit the course so don't bore us get to the course yeah they did the minimum necessary to to get us into this course and we're barely half a minute in and so that's something to think about these days is the attention span is not what it used to be. Songs are getting shorter. Radio time is getting shorter. And they're hitting that course at like 34 seconds. Let's go ahead and hit the course here. She ain't the one that slammed the door and tore off in a truck. She ain't the one that made me feel like I ain't good enough. But someone's got to help me. Friends, they're the fix so hard they didn't break. Mm. All right, so mm, <laughs> so a couple things about this course, right? So you know how I pointed out that they have kind of more space in the verse; it's not very wordy in the verse, right? Mm -hmm. And then you hit that course, and the melody rises up, which is super important for your melodies or for your set your course apart from your verse mm -hmm. so they made two changes the melody rises up but also the lyric gets more wordy and the lines are longer so it's so it's it's it's, it. it's rhythmically bouncing more as well yeah as, as raised up yeah so there's more energy All in the, the chorus around. because of how they wrote it yes right not just because of how they recorded it man I, you know I, I just point something out there like this is a real common amateur recording mistake Right. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a rite of passage. I, I feel like we all have to go through it mm -hmm. to understand that making the guitars louder, putting more reverb on the voice is not it's not the production that separates the chorus from the verse. Mm -hmm. It's the freaking song. It's, it's <laughs> the writing. It's how they do it. Right. And it's structurally what's happening and the production just accents that yes so i want to point that out it doesn't make it up it accentuates what's already there so you have more space in the verse not as wordy 
and then rhythmically or melodically it rises up gives it more energy yeah phrasing rhythm wise the lines are longer so just if you're just looking at it on the page you'd go that must be a different section from the verse lyric yep. you can just tell just by looking at it. yep so i like that i liked again you get the imagery you know she ain't the one that slammed the door tore off in a truck so it's letting you know what happened in the breakup yeah in context of here's my friend who didn't do these things like she ain't the one that did this stuff but she's still here to fix it like he's not gonna go he's not gonna show up and fix a heart he broke here's the friends who dare to fix a heart they didn't break and and, and that all of a sudden now points back to like why was it so freaking important that she's here by five it wasn't the time no it just I need it was the relief like okay she's gonna be here by five yeah yeah, like so, she's so I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be okay starting at five. Yeah. I'm gonna start to get better because it's almost like desperation why they said it twice. Like she'll be here by five. Mm-hmm. Okay, she'll be here by five. You know, like it's yeah. yeah, so and she's dropping everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which speaks to the friendship. If this is a friend who's here to fix a heart she didn't break, like she's skipping class. Yeah. She's coming, she's gonna gas up, she's gonna get the wine. And I'm coming. I'm coming to the rescue. This is like a friend from high school or something, right? Yeah. An old friend yep. who's like, yeah, we're 200 miles apart. I don't care. I'm on my way. I'm dropping everything to help my girl out. Yep. And I think that's beautiful. So it's a beautiful sentiment, but also just some lyrical stuff in the course. Uh, let's see here. So it points back to the relationship. Let us know what did happen in the context of my friend didn't do this, but she's still here to fix it. You know, maybe she's not the one that made me feel like I ain't good enough. So it lets you know this person's state of mind. Like, you know, her ex just slammed the door, tore off in a truck, made her feel she wasn't good enough. Right. So it lets us know that stuff, but in an elegant way mm-hmm. of still sensing in context here of this person, because this friend didn't do that stuff. Mm-hmm. But someone's got to help clean up the mess you went and made. So she's addressing like the ex. And I like the little things like clean up the mess. So you got clean and mess and then fix a heart they didn't break. So fix and break, right? Mm-hmm. Those are just oh, yeah. little words oh, that yeah. they pair together. Like clean up the mess you made, fix a heart they didn't break. So I think that's beautiful. And overall, like I just love that it's a different angle on a breakup song. We're always trying to find new angles to talk about the same old stuff. Yeah. It's the same old stuff because it's life stuff and nothing's changed ever as far as people's relationship to people breakups were happening have been happening for thousands of years nothing new there but finding a new window into that where you can say yeah it's a breakup song but that's really the thing to talk about a friendship yeah it's almost like the the breakup is just a, a reason to talk about like oh my gosh i have these great friends or this great friend and it even said here's to friends you know so it becomes a toast yeah giving flowers basically to your friends here's to friends who they're to fix a heart they didn't break. And then all of a sudden it's about my girlfriends. Yeah. It's about these girls that are there. And I can now see you instantly, uh, instantly think about that person mm-hmm. that would be there to help you fix a heart that they didn't break. And now you're, now you're in emotionally with your people mm-hmm. and it becomes the, the, I guarantee you this is this many streams because this is the, you know, hand heart <laughs> song of it's the theme song between besties Mm -hmm. that's what it is like this is us thank you right yeah and i'm wondering like how many tiktoks or videos or pictures with this like is she came all the way from old miss or sheboygan or wherever she's from to come help me through this heartache and bff forever you know and all this stuff and so it's a real thing and it's some that it feels unique it feels really fresh like oh my gosh 
That's great. And I wouldn't have thought about that because that's not my life. And I'm not a girl and I'm, that's not how dudes do it. But yeah, God's shooting stuff, maybe. Yeah, but, shoots stuff, have some beers, get drunk and shoot stuff. Blow some shit up. Yeah, I love it. It's, it's So it's a different angle. It uplifts a friend. So now like Maddie and Tay, one thing I've heard about Reba, like people ask like, how did, how has Reba been just such just a mainstay and a legend and all this stuff where it's hard for women in the industry to make it usually. It's hard for anybody, but specifically for women, it's like, well, Reba is the female listener's friend, not her competition. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like her brand is always friend, not competition. And this puts them in like in the friend category, like friend zone to the female listener. Like that's an interesting take on that. I hadn't thought about it like that. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought that was really interesting. Like, okay. You know, that's, I guess other women aren't intimidated by Reba. They're empowered and they feel like, ah, that's, that's my girl kind of thing. Right. And same here for at least this song for Maddie and Tay. I, I just think it's a it's a cool, different angle. And that's the thing. You're trying to get an outside cut. It's like, who would have thought to have written that? I've never thought about writing that. But man, if you hear it, especially if you're a female, if, you're, if you've been in that situation, that's going to resonate and be like, that gum, I wish I'd written that. I guess I got to cut it. Like yeah, yeah, and 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 by the way, like one more level of awesome on this, like this song could be a huge hit for any female artists, but the fact that they're a duo of female artists, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you assume they're besties, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and so this it even makes more sense now visually and on brand. Well, this is a great massive hit song for any female artist. Yeah. This is the song for Maddie and Tay. Right? That makes like, so much it's, sense. It's for a them. no-brainer. They're just like, oh yes, we'll take this. Thank you very much. Yes. So let's get into the second verse a little bit. There's a couple of things I want to point out here. She'll help me throw memories out. Spend a couple of nights there on the couch. She'll keep me off my phone and out of my mind. And she ain't gonna lie and say it's gonna be alright. Alright, so some stuff in this verse. It moves the story forward. Right. Yep. It now, you know, the first verse was her getting to me. Now this verse is looking ahead to what she'll, what she's going to do when she gets here. So it moves the story forward and it's specific. She'll help me throw old memories out. Like we're going to go through, we're going to find all your pictures and memories and keepsakes and we're chucking them. Right. Yeah. She'll spend a couple nights there on the couch. Like I can see all this stuff. She'll keep me off my phone. I can see all that. Yeah. And it's also keep me off my phone because we all know why, right? Because so you're not cyber stalking him. What's he doing? Is he out? Is he already with somebody new? I want to text him. No, you're not. T- put the phone down. Yeah. Put the phone down. Pick up the wine. Put down the phone. You're not texting him. That All that stuff, right? Yeah. He gives you so much in just a few words. Yeah. And you know what's interesting, too, that it just hit me is that it's moving the song forward, mm-hmm. but it's still in the present tense right like she just got off the phone yeah. and the girl's like i can skip i'm, I'm on my way mm-hmm. i'll be there by five excuse me and i'll pick up some wine and then now she's saying this is what's gonna happen when she gets here right so she's yeah. still like in that moment mm-hmm. right there so somehow it just feels more conversational as opposed to another way they could have wrote it where it could have been like this is what and we're now doing she's here and this is now yeah time jump yeah, yeah. What's going on? Or could it, I guess, been written 
Yeah, well, which I like. You know, there's so much power in the present. It's all like, even though it's looking ahead, it's like all sung from one moment. Yeah. Now she'll be here by five and we'll do this. Yeah. Right. It lives in that space. She's not here yet, but I can already know what we're going to do. They could have written it like, you know, she showed up and we cried and here's to old friends. And now we're throwing stuff out and here's to friends. And, yeah. You know, you could have written it that way as well. But I, I really like how they're how they're doing it. Oh, another thing about the the old miss. So she's in class. This is young. Right. Yeah. Yep. This is like yeah. who they're talking about. It's, it's age appropriate for Maddie and Tay. I mean, I don't know if they're college age still or, or not, but still it's. Like it works for the brand. They're older it's now, but yeah, yeah, it would definitely works for the brand. Yeah, and and, and that's who the, the uh, it's clearly the audience is, right? Yes, right. they're single still, trying to find the love of their life, trying to drama breakups. Yep, and their friend dropping everything to come see them. Yeah, and that makes sense why they're in different towns too. Maybe they went to different colleges or whatever. And so I love that it's young because as a recent song title challenge guest talks about, it's like even country singers that are like 80 are singing about being in high school. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. So it makes sense for artists to sing from that young point of view, <laughs> no, kind of no matter what their age is. It's a very broad target. It's not aimed at people with kids or whatever, like written from that point of view, which I'm not sure, you know, I guess it could have been a divorce, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, we wrote it from a divorce and you're leaving, you know, you're taking the day off work and you're showing up. You could have written it that way because, you know, he said he's leaving and he's whatever. But no, let's keep it young, broad. It's a bigger target. And it, I'll tell you what, too. I just this just occurred to me. Like, I know one of Janelle's besties is I don't want to say recently divorced, but divorced, but mm -hmm. kind of somewhat recently divorced long enough ago that she's back on the dating scene. And yeah. so I've been privy to probably three different conversations from three different breakups of that. And yeah. these are older women mm -hmm. trying to do the same thing. So yeah, it's broad. It's, this resonates. If you've ever, if you're happily married and you went through this yeah. before you got happily married, this resonates, you know what I yeah, mean? Like, like, you oh, feel that it. reminds me of so-and-so. Yeah. And that's yeah. great. Cause like that, once you get past the skip class, it's ageless. Yeah. But it sets it as appropriate for young and why she's, on her way over whatever. So it sets it as young. So it definitely works for young, but yeah, for like Janelle's friend, that whole, the emotion of it works and, and still the, you know, she'll help me throw memories out. She'll sleep on the couch. She'll keep me off my phone. That all, that's all ageless. Yeah. Like that's just life these days. Yep. So it's still, it's very broad. It's young, which makes sense for the artist and for the probably core market. But then it's also really broad that a lot of people can relate to it. Yeah. I like that they changed the pre-line. You know, the first pre-course is she'll, she'll be there by five. Yes, she'll be there by five. And on the second one, and she ain't going to lie and say it's going to be all right. So they made like a tweak. Oh, we didn't repeat. Yeah. We use that space. You might think we're going to repeat, but oh, let's put a little more in there. And then there was a heavy, it's a heavy line. Like she's not going to lie. It, it would totally work if they said she's not going to lie again. But they said what she's not going to lie about. Like... Yeah, because you need that because you would have been like, well, you might have like, what, what would she lie about? I don't get that. But it tells you. So it explains the line before. But also that's right before the course. So you get like a you get to sit in that moment for a second and go, oh, yeah. Like you said, it's a heavier line. And no, putting that at the end between the verse and the course, it gives it a moment to breathe and like to live in that moment for a second. And then we get back into the course. I'm going to jump ahead here, get to the bridge. So get a little instrument last for second chorus. Did 
drive. So there's pretty short bridge, didn't break and never would through the bad and through the good. Talk about this friendship. Thank God for friends like that. I guess some things really last, like unlike this relationship. Yeah. You know, so it still kind of points back to the relationship, like that didn't last. But this between me and this girl, this is last. Yeah. And so that's just a cool, like, put your arm around your BFF and be like, I love you, you know, kind of moment. Yeah. And also it hits that bridge at like a minute 57. Wow. So just under two minutes. And I'm reminded of this conversation I had with the late, great Ralph Murphy over at ASCAP with his big thing was like, you hit that bridge or middle eight, whatever you want to call it, like at two minutes. It needs to be like no later than that. So it is textbook Ralph Murphy getting to that change. It's a melodic change. It's also a little bit of a different story change Mm -hmm. at like two minutes. Don't give us a chance to get bored. And then it's back into that course. The whole thing is 310, three minutes to 10 seconds, Uh which like I said, man, it's radio's getting shorter. Radio's streaming all the songs, especially in country music anyway are starting to trend a little shorter. You can still have a longer song that does well on streaming, but it seems like in general, songs are getting a little more brief, mm-hmm. a little more brief, less four minute, more three minutes. And this right here is 310. Yeah. Which I think is nice. So, Which is actually astounding it's that it's even 310 when they're hitting the darn bridge at two. The bridge at two, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's a what, double chorus on the end and then a long outro. Like what? Yeah, they're still taking their time getting out the door. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they took 12 seconds to get into it. So it could have easily been under three. Yeah. I think the song is stellar. I think it's really cool. I love that it's a different angle, but it makes perfect sense. It's a cuts a wide swath through a lot of people that can relate to it. It's just fresh and it, it gives you the feels, right? Yeah. It has emotion to it. It's not just like, oh, that's an interesting thought, but like the way they paint it, like I'm sure there are a lot of people thinking about old friends when they hear that or they're friends they have now that they're thankful for. It's probably, it probably sent a lot of texts going, oh my gosh, this song is you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Kind of thing. And that's awesome. Yeah. But I never thought to write a song like that. And that makes me mad. And I love it. Yeah. Cause it's right there. Like, oh, (laughs) that's so great. It just tapped right into the spigot of emotion. And for both sides, like, like I said, this is, I mean, this is definitely like inside the garden, you know, the female, (laughs) Garden. The garden, yes. And I don't know how the hell they did it mm-hmm. because I don't live there. I don't live there. I'm a man. Yeah. I know it. Two of the three riders are dudes. But it, I feel it. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I love it. I feel it. Like, it, mm-hmm. and it doesn't make me think about like any of my guy besties or whatever. Like, it, no. it doesn't, it makes me care about these two people in the story. Yeah. Which is, you know, I mean, some stuff, I mean, let's, you know, with guys and girls, like we're just, what is it? Men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Like, yeah, you know, there's just some stuff we don't connect on. It's like, okay, whatever. You know what I mean? Go, yeah. You should go do that with your friends and I love you. And I'm going to, I'm going to do the same for you. But like this, I'm in, like, I'm in, I, I give a crap about this story and these people I really do. And it gives me the feels mm-hmm. in a place that I don't live. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is, isn't that crazy? It's, it's like, cool. Like broaden my horizons a little bit. Like, Oh okay, yeah. 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 In that world for a little bit. And also another thing I want to point out is that, I mean, it's, it's ballady, but you hit that course and it, it does give it more energy. It was like, that's eh, more of a mid, you know, and the second verse kicks in you get a little bit more of the drums in there, the, the perk and stuff. And so it, it moves all right. It's not a banger, 
you know, yeah. but it, it moves. Yeah. It doesn't just sit there. It has movement to it, which is super important for listenability for just commercial appeal. Mm-hmm. It's super important. Yeah. And ultimately it's like, it's a positive song, even though it's a heartbreak song, ultimately it's a positive song. Like they found a positive spin on because it's not really about the breakup. It's about this friend who is there for you during a breakup. Yeah. Yeah. So it's bittersweet, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like looking at the silver lining. I hope you appreciate your friends like that. So a lot of good stuff in there. This will be, well, it just occurs to me, another big chunk of those 250 million streams is people that are going through it right now. You know what I mean? And with their best, you ever play in that song on repeat? You know what I mean? I'm going to listen to the song till you get here. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Precisely. So that's awesome. Yeah. So I wanted to share that with you. Hey, and if y'all like this kind of episode, there are a lot of songs out there I really dig. Leave us a comment in the climb community. Email me. Hit us up on social media. Yeah. Let us know if you want more of this kind of stuff. Yeah. And if there's a certain song you want to hear broken down, I'm happy to do that stuff. People often ask me, how do you come up with content for almost 400 episodes? I don't know. Well, y'all help me out. If you like this, we'll do more of them. Content takes care of itself. No freaking clue. (laughs) That's right. No, but this is good. I just like to do these every once in a while. And also, if you want to write songs that are more commercial, I have a gift for you that hopefully will help you do this. And it's my giveaway. It's called Six Ways to Make Your Songs More Commercial. And it's a PDF download. It's free. It's my gift to you. You get it. Six simple ways. Six, the number six simpleways.songwritingpro.com six simple ways to make your songs more commercial it talks about stuff that it has a lot of overlap with this song right and it's, <laughs> you just tell me where to send it i send it to you you can also get it through the free gift at songwritingpro.com but i just want to give you that gift for hanging out with us and i want to help you write better songs because as we say a lot on this podcast we want you to win that's right guys well that brings us to the end of a killer podcast episode from the climb like do comment on that though because i'd like to because this could be kind of cool like i enjoy doing these you know like it's it's interesting to see like i i'd learn something you know even i'm just like oh i didn't think about it from that lens either like i you know i got a lot of the value right off the bat but there's some new things that from a different lens that you're looking at that's like i don't even think about it that way you know or that you made me think of you know i was like oh but also this so That's cool, man. But yeah, guys, this podcast exists because we want you to win. So keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.